Seltzer Kings Podcasts. Hey, are you into werewolves, mad sciences, and a little bit of witchcraft? Then stay tuned for an all-new episode of Watch Corner. We're riding this train straight into the sun. Woo! Tune in to a classic episode of Watts Corner on the Seltzer Kings Network. Available on all podcast platforms. Hello and welcome to the podcast that asks a simple question. When you made the Germans the reasonable, rational parties when talking about the Holocaust, what the hell were you thinking? I'm your host, Dave Bledsoe, and this is a Saturday, October 24th, 2015, if I could turn back time edition of the show, where we talk about rewriting history. Stay tuned. The What the Hell Were You Thinking podcast is brought to you by Honest Abe's Time Machine Repair. Are you stuck in the century with no way to go home? Honest Abe's Time Machine Repair is there. No matter if you're a traveler from the 1950s or the 1850s or shit, just even the plain old 50s, that Tolemaic model, it's wrong, guys. Honest Abe's Time Machine will get you home, where you belong. If you would like to sponsor the show, keep Abe on speed dial, because you're going to go back in time and fix that shit. Brandy. Bottled in 1783. Wow, that's old. 1783 was a very good year. Mozart wrote his great mess. The Montgolfier brothers went up in their first balloon. <laughs> and England recognized the independence of the United States. Is that right? Yes. You guys probably didn't notice because you were busy thinking about important social, political, and economic issues, but Wednesday was Back to the Future Day, where we celebrated a fictional event that took place in a 1989 movie. This little noted odyssey passed largely ignored by the focused and driven American people who are known for looking forward and fixing their problems rather than dwelling on the mistaken perceptions of past glories. I'll sum up this, you know, little thing that happened, since the most of you were probably reading white papers on climate change solutions. This Back to the Future Day was the day Marty and Doc arrived from 1989 in a time machine powered by garbage. You know, I guess when you when you think about it, America is kind of like a time machine powered by garbage. The only problem is it 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 just only works in reverse. Oh, that was way harsh, Ty. Doc and Marty's visit on Wednesday got me thinking about a problem. We have where certain people with a certain political point of view like to um didn't say fudge. History to make it fit their narrative just a little better. I mean, this week, BB Net and kinda, sorta, maybe, indirectly, by actually coming out, writing out and saying it, implied that in the 1940s, the Mufti of Jerusalem 
was responsible for the Holocaust. I saw myself pooping, I was just like, you gotta be kidding me. Amin al-Husseini was an anti-Semite, Nazi-sympathizing shitbag who actively courted Hitler and asked him to help get rid of Palestine's Jews, but he was not the architect of the final solution. Angela Merkel, you may know her as the Prime Minister of Germany, had to make a statement in which she explicitly stated that Germany, not Palestine, was responsible for the Holocaust. Now, Bibi... You are a sad, strange little man, and you have my pity. It seems was using this to score some political points, and that's not unusual. But when an Israeli politician becomes, in effect, a Holocaust denier, I really got to start looking around for Alanis Morissette. These little white lies are part and parcel of politics, so long as, you know, you're white, uh, but... A lie can travel around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. George Washington said that. See see, see what I did there? George Washington didn't say that. It was Thomas Jefferson who said that. I, I lied again. You know, I, actually, it's just pointless because John Oliver did a whole thing on this and he did it better. What I'm saying is, is that I made up that quote and because you don't know any better, you can't prove that I didn't. Look, folks, history is not just a class that I got stoned in before in high school. It's important because it reminds us of the stupid shit we've already done so that maybe we don't do it again. This is exactly the same reason I keep this inflatable Margaret Thatcher sex doll autographed by Ronald Reagan I bought on eBay one night while I was incredibly shit-faced. No one expects complete honesty from their politicians. That's like expecting Uncle Elroy not to try and get the kids to sit on his lap during Thanksgiving. No matter how many times you've told him not to, it's still going to happen. Sooner or later, you the voter or you the child learn to expect bullshit from a politician and to never be alone in the same room with Uncle Elroy. But there's a difference between fudging some numbers, exaggerating an an accomplishment, or outright fucking lying about a major historical event. And the perpetrators of these Bullshit orgasms are usually of the conservative stripe. What? <laughs> it isn't because conservatives are stupid. Well, okay, that might be a little broad because clearly a lot of them actually are. But it's because conservatives believe that history, as they learned it in school, which for the most of them was in the 1950s, has been rewritten by liberals over the past few decades. In all honesty... They're right. You're goddamn right. Take it easy there, Raphael. I yes, I said that they're right. It has been rewritten because over the past forty years, we've not adjusted not the actual history, the facts, but how we looked at them. You see, the story is about all of the human race, not just some white male Christian Europeans. So historians started asking, "Hey." Do you think maybe women existed in the 1850s? And then they started writing books about them, maybe teaching it in their class. And conservatives see this as rewriting history, whereas the rest of us know that we are increasing our understanding of history. Put it in another way. No one denies that Christopher Columbus sailed the Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria from Spain looking for a faster passage to India. He discovered a land that the Europeans, or at least most of the Europeans, didn't know about. What he did fundamentally changed Europe 
and the world. No one is taken away from his actions when they also point out that he was motivated by greed, a ravening religious zealot, and a murdering slaver. We say this because when we look at the totality of his actions and the actual source materials, some of it written by Columbus himself, we find that the evidence supports the conclusions. Oh, that, yeah, that, and all the fucking dead Native Americans. Is it historical revisionism when you add something to history, when you increase your knowledge? I don't think so, but historians like Bill O'Reilly do? Bill O'Reilly is a historian. <laughs> they think this mostly because the additions usually make their guys, their heroes, look like assholes. And the problem with conservative historical revisionism is that they are trying to take away from history. Like taking away the fault of the Nazis for killing millions of Jews by blaming the Muslims who happen to be your enemies at the moment. And what's worse is when you're caught doing it, you guys are acting like, oh, oh, look, it wasn't me. I, I don't know what happened. You guys are wrong. It's liberals that are changing everything. You're fucking lying. We caught you and you're busted. Assholes. We've talked about the utter fallacy of the Civil War being anything other than a war by and for the continuation of slavery. But every other day, another politician stands there and tells me that it wasn't. Why? Because if you repeat a lie long enough, with enough convictions, you will start to believe it yourself. Jerry, just remember, it's not a lie if you believe it. And once you believe it and you have yourself just a little charisma and a shit ton of money, you can make other people believe it too. This, my friends, is the rock on which the church is built. And of course, the ability to travel through time is predicated like this. And of course, the ability to travel through time in this little way is predicated on one tiny little thing. That the people you're selling your horse shit to are so poorly educated that they don't know any better. Not long ago, McGraw-Hill published a textbook in which they called the, in which the bringing of slaves to America was termed bringing millions of workers to America so that they could work on agricultural plantations. I will generously point out that nothing in that sentence is untrue. It just left a lot out. You know, like the workers coming in chains and being sold like livestock. Just little things. McGraw-Hill quickly recalled the book and blamed it on an editing mistake, and I can only assume that their editor was done by a 19th century antebellum slaver, because anybody else who, in the modern era, who read that sentence would shit their pants. And I'm not even shouting conspiracy here, because the words as they were written were chosen very carefully to appeal to Texas one of the largest purchases of textbooks in the country. And the Texas school boards are ran by people who are pretty sure the Civil War was a damn good idea and that maybe we ought to be doing it again. It's a feedback loop of lies and stupidity. The more lies that are told, the stupider people get until finally they don't know that they're even being lied to. And for the Republicans... Stop! My penis can only get so erect. 
I get that most people have neither the time nor the inclination to read thick tomes of arcana regarding which founding father was for a strong central government and which favored dispersing those powers out to the individual states. But at least the Americans ought to know that the argument occurred and the system of government they live under is the compromise of that argument. So when you bitch and moan that the federal government won't let you employ 12-year-olds in your coal mine outside of East Frog's ass, West Virginia, even though everyone there thinks it's a really good idea, there's a reason why. It's useful for explaining things like why blue states possess a huge majority in population, education, economy, and number of teeth in our miles, but we still have to put up with the insufferable dingleberries you inbred cousin fuckers keep sitting to Washington where they drone on about Benghazi for 20 straight hours. See how that works? You lose a little something, we lose a little something, like our will to keep breathing. And the next one of you that tells me that you need guns to fight the government tyranny and reference the Warsaw Ghetto Uprising, I'm beating you to death with a history book. Because the Warsaw Ghetto Uprising is not a cause for having more guns. It's a case for what happens when an oppressed people finally get so desperate, they fight despite knowing that they are going to lose and die. Stop robbing brave people of their history by twisting it around to fit a fucking narrative convenient to whatever it is you're arguing on Facebook. You don't get to just replace things in history like their waitresses at Mel's restaurant. We're going to know when Flo is gone, when we stop hearing Kiss My Grits, and no one is buying that Belle and Jolene are the same person. What are you trying to pull here, Mr. Sharples? And you leave Vera alone. No, you stow it, Mel. There's a new girl in town. just that I get testy about things like history because it's kind of fucking important and when you shit on it you shit on every human being who's ever lived and since you're either ignorant or lying about some of the most horrible things in history you're digging up the corpses of the victims and shitting on them and then kicking them back in their graves all so you can score some cheap political points which it would be one thing but you're wrong it's one thing if you use actual facts to back up the po your point but you're just wrong when you lie about things that anyone with an 8th grade education can easily know is a lie. It makes me wonder if you're stupid or you think I'm the stupid one. But what is worse than that is the people you are lying to actually are stupid and you're doing everything in your power to keep them that way. Every time you bring up Hitler, every time you bring up slave owners that just love their slaves so much they couldn't bear to let them go, every time you say Einstein believed in the same Christian God that you believe in because here's a hint I'm Jewish and you know it oh and you know what he wasn't even really that religious despite that one time he said God doesn't play dice with the universe you know, I say, God damn it, when I stub my toe and Jesus Christ, what a bunch of stupid fuckers when you do exactly the sort of things I'm talking about right now. But it doesn't mean I believe in them. You know, here's the truth. You don't own a time machine. You aren't Doc and Marty. You're more like Biff from the first Back to the Future because you're bullies and you smell like shit. You can't fuck up the future by trying to rewrite the past. And each time you try to rewrite history, you steal from the people who lived through it and from everyone that's coming after you and me. 
Stop being such a short-sighted little git and start looking over the long expanse of time, even if you only think that that long expanse is 6,000 years. It isn't your history to change, to fit your circumstances. It's ours. It's a community property, collectivized and distributed to the masses. Power to the learners! Power to the learners! Rise up! You have nothing to lose but your chains! Sorry, uh, I, I went all commie there. I'm not supposed to do that anymore. Okay. That is it for the show this week. We'd like to thank the band Hypnostate for the music in the opener. If you find your own self hosting a low-rated podcast and need some music to make your cheap threadbare operation seem well-run and classy, you should head over to Jamendo.com and find a great Hypnostate song for the opener, just not the one I'm using. We thank you for listening. Hey, if you've arrived from 1989, this thing that you're holding in your hand that I'm talking out of, is called, it's, it's a phone, really. No, not, not just like on the one on the wall, but we carry them around with us now. And the thing that you're listening to is called a podcast. It's like a radio show that you record and put away for other people to listen to later. The only explanation I can think of is that you're hearing this now is that you've picked up this strange device and have hit a button and somehow found yourself here. Or you're an alien archaeologist thousands of years in the future. If you are an alien archaeologist, I totally made up that quote about the lie traveling the world. I'm very smart. If you're not a thousand years in the future and you just want to hear more, head over to iTunes and Stitcher, subscribe, rate, review, tell your friends if you don't want to keep them. You can follow us on Twitter at the hell underscore podcast or don't, I don't care. Find us on Facebook and all the shows are at www.whatthehellpodcast.com. For me, Dave Bledsoe and all the other fictional time travelers on the show, we don't know why we said the things we said. We don't know why we did the things we did. Our pride's like a knife. It can cut deep inside. Podcasts are like weapons, and they can wound sometimes. We didn't really mean to hurt you, and we don't want to see you cry. But if we could turn back time, we would totally find a way to make some money off of it. Come on! Buy Apple! Buy Apple! See you guys next week. Seltzer Kings Podcast.